0: Like, I'm in the room with the coolest fucking martini-drinking, like, yes. uh, poker chip-dropping <laughs> yes. motherfuckers in the room. Yeah. I get it. Okay,
1: cool. Okay. Motherfucking goddamn orange peel beef. <laughs> It's one fucking hour time. Of course, it's the show where we normally talk about one movie for one fucking hour, but this time we're doing something a little different. I am Evan Husney, and we got in the house, as always, Big T, Tom Fitzgerald. What's going on, Tom?
0: Hey, man, I'm feeling guilty, and I'm ready to go.
1: <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> do it. I plead guilty. <laughs> guilty as charged, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to my right. Uh, of course, welcome back to the show after a brief uh, week hiatus. Uh, welcome thanks back for, for a very special yeah, thanks episode. Thanks for
2: pulling me out of detention, you guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know I had to sit the last one out, but um, thank you for taking my apology and letting me come back. So I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we came to nice. terms with Mr. Marcus Herring. Uh, how's it going, Marcus? Welcome back.
2: Doing good. You know, I think tonight's going to be uh, one fucking humiliation after another. That's what we could, you know, subtitle so. this episode. Let's <laughs> but, hope so. I, I mean, that's I what I'm hoping for. I can't
1: wait. Best case scenario, right? <laughs> So, what are we talking about? Well, we are talking about what we're doing uh, for this week's episode, which is one fucking hour on our guilty pleasure movies. So, (laughs) this is going to be fun. It's kind of in the spirit of uh, several weeks back for our episode 50, we did uh, one fucking hour on movies we hate, where we just kind of went around the table, picked one film, and just kind of went to town on why we fucking hated that movie. It's a great episode. I highly recommend it. But this time we're doing something a little different in the same vein where we're talking about the movies that we're embarrassed of, the movies that are guilty pleasures, and uh, so on and so forth. But let's – I think before we get into this, guys, if if you can humor me, Mm -hmm. I think we should – because when we came up with this idea to do for the show – There was a little, you know, disagreement or of terms or (laughs) parameters. So maybe we should define them before the clock gets turned on because I think that's important for the listener. So I just have a quick little thing I'll say about how I define a guilty pleasure. um, And then you guys jump in, feel free. Do, Um, Do we
0: have a dictionary definition?
1: Oh, yes. I should look that up. Yes, of course I do. Okay, yeah. Good call. So according to the Oxford Dictionary here, Mm-hmm. A guilty pleasure is something <laughs> such as a movie, as a movie. That's the first, uh, the first oh, uh, okay. uh, example. Such as a movie, television program, or piece of music that one enjoys despite feeling that it is not generally held in high regard. <laughs> and that's a pretty good, concise, right. bullseye. easy, bullseye <laughs> understanding of that. Um, but for me to get even more granular. It's that you know, to me, a guilty pleasure should be something relatively mainstream, right? Like uh, something that's overexposed. Right. It's it's hard to have a guilty pleasure of something really deep cut. I feel like, um, but I think the main visual here is that it 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 really gives you comfort. It's like it's like comfort food. It's like snuggling yeah. up with a bag mm-hmm. of you know mint Milano's, and you're just you know going to Ooh. town and. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it already Mintmore. started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, and um uh, but also With the, key the pizza bagels. <laughs> oof! Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Totinos. Um Next right, one is
0: and, is guilty food.
1: That's <laughs> well, it's like
2: I could enjoy it, but I just wouldn't want anyone else to see me well, watching it. Right well,
1: there, you go. That's the key ingredient. We're on if the someone road to nowhere here, these are the movies that you do not want someone if if or if someone walked in the room while you were watching. <laughs> right you would feel embarrassed and possibly walk up and change the channel and be like, I don't know how what I was doing. How
0: quickly would you
1: race to the stop button You know, and,
0: and, you know or, the, or the, the space bar? The clicker. Like, how quickly would you
2: race to, to just mute the volume? So you know? they walk in and you're just watching a blue screen that says stop oh, hey. on
0: yeah, I'm watching my I'm watching my screen. Goddamn yeah. TV. Something's
2: nothing, wrong with the nothing. TV. Nothing. yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. hopefully Um, we all
0: cross that line
1: with our picks Um,
0: but because that seemed to be the what we were discussing was the yeah the measure
1: yes of course but also deep down there is something about it despite all that right you know with the Bolanos and the you know being embarrassed it feels right to you deep down in an honest way when you look in you can look at yourself and say you know yeah deep down it feels right to me but i might not Want everyone to know that. So if that's kind of how i feel. wrong,
0: I don't want to be right.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. There's there's a little knowingness of shame. You know, there is a little awareness of a little bit of shame. I think is involved right. in this. Sure. But you know, where yeah. you're sort of um, upending expectations of what you're you know supposed to like. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: we also said no. There's no like uh, not trying to. We we excluded movies where you're trying to be cool and pick something right, right, or. Right. Something where uh, you know, like forty years ago, someone might say like, "Oh, I like Plan Nine from Outer Space." My, you know, it's my guilty pleasure or right. something. And That's like, you know, liking no. bad movies because they're bad or whatever. You know, that's not that doesn't count. That's that doesn't right count for
1: this, right? Right, so, right, right. You, yeah. you can't like. It's not. It's not like a like a cult. Like to me, I don't think there should be really a cult around any of these movies. <laughs> oh, there's no fan. There's no fandom. There's no like you know um, underground fan base for these movies where they've been right, appreciated right. ironically or in a different capacity. Right. Yeah. You know this is you, right. There's no irony in this. Go ahead. You gave a, really a morbid fascination
0: with how. Uh, sorry, oh, just oh. a morbid fascination on its uh, on its on its um, failings. You know, like uh, like crazy scripts that don't make sense and weird cinematography. Like it's. I think that all of us are going to be picking films that are are made. Uh, you know professionally <laughs> like without yeah. any kind of like uh you know yeah. uh, kind of like cute hurt elements you know like they're right. not hurt films i don't think we're going to be getting into anything like that
2: right
1: no no, no, yeah. no not
2: at all marcus you had, you had a good measure for it I, uh, evan i tried to keep in mind it was like this would this movie play as a midnight or it couldn't it couldn't play as a midnight yeah. somewhere right totally. so yeah oh, i'd always keep Man. that in mind when you i was going what? through my list
0: as <laughs> yes, we're talking right now I might be changing one of my picks because ah! it's too – it's brutal. <laughs> Ooh,
1: I'm looking oh, at it right now. That's got to be your first so, one, actually. Oh, I'm excited. No, no. I think <laughs> –
0: I, I, I've got two strong ones, and then I'm a little like, what is my third one? And uh, we – also just – let's get started. But just we, – we're going to have some yeah. honorable mentions. But um, I yes. am kind of uh, flying – going commando here in my third pick, my final pick, uh, because I just haven't quite settled on it. But, like, boy, there's this one.
1: I'm excited. Oh.
0: <laughs> that it would be it would that it would be demented if there was a midnight
2: movie yeah. for it. <laughs> like what well,
0: so anyway that's like me I'm measured. not
2: Sorry. yeah
1: I mean let's do it let's start I, I
2: would we're say s- midnight we're surprising movie. each other we don't know our picks that's we gotta we gotta you know uh, mention that we don't know what everybody picked so yeah a, I have I suppress.
1: have I have some ideas I have some theories on what you guys might be picking just from previous based on previous conversations sure. for the most part, <laughs> I don't know what you guys have brought to the table. Um I also will say just on the on the midnight movie thing one last little detail let's get let's get the show on the road already is yeah, yeah. um I'm not confident like that all my picks some may play ironically oddly enough ironically yeah, yeah, as a midnight yeah. movie but not as a sincere midnight movie I don't know if that makes any sense so we'll get into that but let's get the show on the road we're talking episode 61 of the show one fucking hour on our guilty pleasure all right i'm gonna start that clock mama sweet baby (laughs) (laughs) what is that magnolia you were gonna give me that cherry pie sweet mama baby (laughs) yes sweet mama baby sweet mama baby all right i'm sorry all right here we go i'm gonna start the clock and as tradition on the show with one of these episodes it's gonna be marcus that kicks us off so
0: of course boom All all right
1: marcus go ahead Boom,
2: I'm going to come out. Uh, guns blaring. Uh, I'm just I'm going to say it and then we're going to and then I'm going to explain, I guess. OK, so uh, just
0: breathe deeply. Just deep breath.
2: I'm embarrassed already, but uh, I'm going to say oh, 2001's Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. OK. OK. <laughs> I thought you said 2001 okay. Space Odyssey. I was like, yeah, oh. I, I know. I, like I, what? Oh, it's been right. uh, now I'm gonna, What I realized going through my list was like I think I'm a Richard Curtis fan, like uh, closeted. Okay. Okay. I think uh, I had a hard time narrowing down which one to pick. I was like, I like four weddings and a funeral. But that's a little too indie, you know. I like Love Actually, you know, we've talked about that before. Wow. You know, but that's kind of a Christmas movie, so it's excusable, you know. Wow. But I felt like there's no real reasonable defense for Bridget Jones's diary I think like there'll be a lot of <laughs> like a lot of. I mean I, I I shouldn't like it there's not um there's uh it, rom-coms I felt like might feature a lot in this so you know yeah. let's get one out Ditto. of the way but um, Ditto. Ditto. uh especially because we're all dudes or whatever but um right sure yeah. so I, I like I, I feel like uh uh yeah, I liked Renee Zellweger. She's pretty funny as before as a comedic actress. Uh, I'm a Hugh Grant Stan, you know. Uh, and hey, you know Colin Firth. He's very charming in it too. So you know what? I'll, I'll explain how it happened. Totally by surprise. But I'm just such an I'm just such an addict brain. You know, if I did something. And, uh, you know, if I got up one morning and and uh, did something, I want to do the same thing the next morning. So one day, uh, for some reason, you know, I got up and decided to work out. You know, I'm a big, I'm really in shape type person, right? I'm not. But uh, I, I so I say. decided to like lift weights or something. And for some reason, I watched Bridget Jones's diary. This is like seven years ago. Why are you so, lifting weights? <laughs> and, and I thought like, I thought uh, ever since then, if I think like, oh, well, I should get up and like exercise this morning, oh, which never happens. Yeah. It's in my brain thinking like, Get up and watch Bridget Jones' Diary oh, and do some push-ups, shit. you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Are, are you holy sure we want to –
0: are we going public with this one?
2: <laughs> <laughs> just uh, internal wow. – uh, for internal use.
1: Um, wow, dude. That's yeah, hard. Yeah, that's, that's pretty hardcore, man. I'm, yeah, that's uh, hardcore because not I even actually, love, actually, you know? Yeah, I actually have never no. seen it. I've actually never seen Bridget Jones' Diary. What's the, what's the quick uh, elevator pitch?
2: Y- yeah, so uh, – you know, she's she is she's lonely. Bridget Jones. She works for a, a book publishing company. A little and chunky she's, too. she's lonely. It's it's an adaptation of uh, yes, it's an adaptation of it's sort of a spinoff of Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. Okay, okay. so we got that covered. Go on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 and uh, it's a comedy. Ooh. You know, it's got all kinds of uh, music cues like you know Eric Carmen, "All by Myself." You know, all that kind of like comfort food, like music cues that land throughout just peppered throughout Mm -hmm. and then so she she's sort of a um she works at a publishing company and she's in a love triangle with hugh grant and colin firth and at first you think colin firth is a bastard but you you like hugh grant but then it's a twist hugh grant is the asshole and colin firth is kind of the good guy and you just see her (laughs) embarrass herself a lot and look like a goof so yeah yeah. what is it there's a lot of embarrassment
0: like like her her like, her dress goes flying up, and everyone sees her knickers on, you know, the Thames. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that's like half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> uh, side note, I have seen it uh, more than once, right. and, I, and, and I do enjoy more it. More than once. Okay, and, go on. Yeah, sure. Well, Cable, it's like, oh, it's on again. Cool. Okay. And the sequel, which is not nearly as good. The so sequel. I've seen it. Okay.
2: Um, there's two sequels. <laughs> there's two sequels. So, so
0: uh, I'm with you, Marcus, right on. Um, it, uh, it is passably entertaining. I like two thousands, like cool Britannia, you know mm-hmm. that kind of like you know what I mean, that period yeah, yeah. of uh, yeah, what is that yeah. like blur, all that kind of feel, that yeah. music scene, yeah, right? Sure. Like like where London is cool and like let's go out and get drinks. So I like the I, I said like the surroundings, but for me the cringe is like her cringe in the movie which is like oh my uh, my pantyhose ripped and everyone saw it on the webcam you know like that's like really
1: a lot of this movie Marcus right yeah, yeah yep yep <laughs> but let me ask one more question what what it, what is it if you had to put your finger on it that really makes it pleasurable in a, in a I think it's like way? what Tom says it's like chasing
2: a feeling you know like uh, it was it's chasing that 2001 English movie feeling mm-hmm. and it, it, it's temp it's tempered enough for america they put an american actress in it you mm-hmm. know like they, uh, they tweak the formula a little bit yeah, yeah i thought about that movie too yeah, um, yeah. actually yeah. um uh but yeah no, i think it, i think it's just the feel overall feeling because there's nothing specifically like amazing about it but i think it's just chasing that like it's nostalgic on some level but it's nostalgia for a past that i didn't appreciate at the time <laughs> But got now it. it's the good old days, and I want to go back there occasionally. You know? Got it. Okay. That's okay. exactly
0: how I feel about it, too, yeah. Tom? Because I'll watch all those films. I guess that got that director, like, Love Actually is, is, is twi- twitching like a that was 20 years ago feel for me as much as anything. You're right. Mm-hmm. Right, you know? right,
1: right, right. Well, so that's rock fantastic, on, man. good fantastic, yeah, yeah. Preach, brother. Uh, that that's a good one. Um, yeah, I feel like it's like a support group feeling in this episode yeah. already so far. Um, right, right, right. So, um, all right, everybody, let's let's meet Tom Fitzgerald. Tom. Oh God. All right. Well, so uh,
0: I have not just real quick. I have an irregular shaped one, and uh, it's a bit of a cheat in that sense. But just bear with me for a second. It is a TV series, not a feature, but <laughs> that's okay. it dovetails into Marcus's pick. It is the sameish era, and it's the sameish kind of um, uh, uh, plot-driven concept. It's uh, Sex in the City, <laughs> the television show. <laughs> All right, not the movies because that's too far for even me. Like the se- like 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 Liza Minnelli singing Beyonce, I can't even. Like that's <laughs> no. Like that's not what I want to do. But I do. I'll do the show I, now. People know me. For variety of reasons people know that I've, I've binge watched um, sex in the city automatically and actually I'm gonna just I'm gonna back up what Marcus is saying I watched sex in the city for the 20 years ago feel but also every time I visit New York for some reason I just have to put on sex in
1: the city can I co-sign <laughs> that <You're>, yeah <laughs> can I can yeah. I can I just say that like yeah. it's very funny that you know you know when you come to visit New York, Sometimes, you know, you've stayed at Ramy's apartment, you know, she sublets it right. from time to time. Right. Her this HBO her HBO Max account is, you know, part of that deal. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we share the same account and sometimes, wow, we open it and oh my God, 20 episodes of Sex and the City have been watched in the last... Uh, <laughs> like season three, just
0: toast. Like, top season... Th- like 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 binge season three yeah, during his stay here. Th- there
1: were there were times yeah. where we'd be yeah. like shit, like we'd wake up the next day, damn, he's already on season four. Shit.
0: brother.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it.
0: I love that. No shame in my game, man. So, um, no, so like like actually it Mark just brought up a good point that it is kind of like like pressing a little weird sweet spot nostalgia button mm-hmm. because well, the thing is for me at the time, I was like when I first appeared as a phenomenon, both this and the Sopranos, I was like uh pass, you know, for different reasons for Sopranos because it looked like very cringe the way it first premiered. It looked sure. like an analyze this like yes. a tv show yeah sure, i was very yeah. wrong you remember that yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Sex in the city was the same thing Where it's like that is the last thing i am ever going to look at, at yeah. in the city you know like in 1999 you know when i was only like you know when i was still pretty young i was like i'm not doing this but then my girlfriend a little later in, in, the, in the 2010s she got it from work she worked at a like tower video or something and we just went crazy and we would just it was just wallpaper it was just on all the time, and I guess I'm trying to get to the point of what I like about it. Yes, the 20 years ago ness, the, the 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 New York City ness of it, the fake New York City ness of it, but also it is a soap opera, so it's like, um, and it's very uh, very, it's dumb, but it's not insultingly dumb. Mm-hmm. It's not King of Queens, but it's not no. smart. Like you don't have to think too much or pay attention too much, and it's quippy and zippy. And, um, there's a lot of cringe There's a lot of camp, I guess, to it. Like, look at those shoes and like, like apple (laughs) tea, you know, and it's just like, and also I am a guy. And so like, it's, it's this like other planet of fascination. And what I mean is it's kind of, there's some layers to this. It's like, what, uh, you know, like it's a show that women really responded to then. And like, what are women responding to? And it's like, they're, fantasy you know it's like like what's a guy fantasy thing i can't even think right now like you know like a male fantasy wish fulfillment (laughs) you know like uh like what women want (laughs) no 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 no. what i'm saying is like men (laughs) have that kind of thing where it's like uh like I'm a cowboy and like look out partner and like I'm going to root and shoot and tooting on everybody. And like this is like female wish fulfillment where it's like those shoes and it's like yeah. look at him. Like that man is like long pink and mean and you know like it's just like uh, and so I'm, I'm just staring at it like – uh like you know, like I'm from um, from a tribe in the in the Amazon, you know. And I'm like, I'm just <laughs> like, yeah. What is this, you know? Well, I, I, and I'm still like yeah. that. So I, well, that's pretty I, much I, it.
1: I, I, I've always loved watching you talk uh, Sex in the City with Rami. I have or, a lot to say, or yeah. or, or some of <laughs> Rami's friends, in fact. <laughs> And you've kind of been like, what's oh, yeah. the deal with Jimmy Choo's? Can we just talk oh, about? I'll get on. What is up with those? Like Was Burger, it, like,
0: like did she get Burger enough of a
2: chance? He's yeah, all oh, right. Because it's not just about dating; it's about like fashion and stuff too, yeah. right? It's like,
0: about everything. <laughs> only, it's about everything.
2: Everything. Aiden, do you do I, like behind the do you like do like behind the scenes stuff and like extras and like deleted scenes no, and I like interviews actually. and things I like think that they, too? Eh,
0: not really. It's really just. It's the show. It's that wallpaper thing, where you just mm-hmm. put it on. Like I would put it on, and it's like this. It's in the middle of like an episode, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't even notice that it rolled over to the next episode. Like I'm, I'm, on, I'm like on my phone or like re- looking something up. It's just happening. Like, like bike. Have yeah. you ever
2: listened to it while you're biking?
0: I have the theme <laughs> on my <laughs> iTunes, and <laughs> I have put it. I have put my shit on shuffle. <laughs> and it's come up. So it's like I'm listening to like, you know, um you know, like uh you know, like Popple Vu or something like that, this long, beautiful track from like a Herzog <laughs> film. And then it's on shuffle, so it goes ding 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 ding. You know what? I just let it ride. It's it's like a minute, like hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my
1: god. And yeah. And any love for um and just like that or how are we feeling? Oh Christ! You know that's just such an ugly subject. Like,
0: uh, like that is not a pleasure, and a, you know, and I'm not guilty even in any way about that. Um, it's a crime, and I could go into two hours on that one. How they treated, um, you know, uh, um, Miranda's uh, boyfriend. It was it, her husband. It was just so right. shameful in life. right,
1: right. Mr. This Big. whole
0: thing is just a travesty. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't even want to get into like how they're throwing Samantha under the bus. They are by 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 muting her and making her like away. Like, the actress is fired, essentially, you know, and blackballed from the show. But they make her character, like, living in England or something. Living in London, by the way, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. One of the characters I, is kind of Bridget Jones.
2: I, 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 The only thing I know about the show is that I like Kim Cattrall a lot. And I know she plays yeah. that type. Samantha. Like, Samantha. She's that sort of older, rapacious type cougar type thing. It's like a sure. Blanche from Golden Girls. Sure. Uh, it's like it's like a stock character, right? She's, Where it's great. like the... Uh, yeah horny uh, older lady like
0: listen honey <laughs> the only way you're gonna get over a man is to get under a man
1: yeah <laughs> right. let's well, let's move on if, this if, is not an if, hour on second <laughs> city if if if, if uh what well, if i was about to say if anybody in the comments wants to hear tom do two fucking hours on and just like that the reboot of sex I'm setting city, up the patreon yes uh, that'll be yeah. what for what the patreon is for all right uh beautiful Tom. I'm so glad we got into Sex in the City on the show. That's a I'm huge part of that. your yeah. DNA. A big so deal. Well. <laughs> It is, yeah. Big deal. All right. So mine, um, all right. Here we go. Here's my first one. Um Oh boy, oh, get ready. God, here we go. Okay. Uh. Okay. <laughs> so the star of this film <clears throat> is has been in the news. He's been on the news. In fact, he's been on CNN because he is the Recent recipient of the Mark Twain Award. I don't know if you guys follow this at all. (laughs) I missed that this year. But um, my first one is, uh, man, I'm sorry. I'm already feeling like flush. I'm feeling flush. Rip this band-aid off. (laughs) (laughs) The Wedding Singer is my first guilty flesh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Sandler bitch! Wow, uh, I knew I knew he was going to make an appearance somewhere.
1: He had to. He had to. And and look, and and <laughs> I know like a lot of like Coachella um, millennials would probably name check this in a in an instant. But I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know what it is about this movie. Really, like I actually rewatched it in preparation for this movie or for this movie <laughs> wow. for this Hell one yeah. fucking hour. Yeah. And um, dude, I, I don't know what it is. It happened. It, it happened when <laughs> I saw it in the theaters. It happened when I saw it a couple nights ago. I fucking cry. This movie makes me fucking cry, and I don't fucking know why. It's so cute. It's so adorable, and it's honestly like it's not like, cry
2: laughing. Like cry emotionally. Like like tears. <laughs> like like actual just like. Hey,
0: um, Billy wow. Idol gets
2: it. Yeah, <laughs> Billy
1: Idol's in it. Hey, that's man, an inside that's joke. Right. Yeah, I know, right. yeah, yeah, all right. Um, but man, like. I don't know. It's 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 fucking cute, man. Let me and let me try to break it down. For me, I think it really is about like a lot of it's Drew Barrymore, right? For me, like you know, it, I mean, this is a rom com essentially. We knew rom coms were going to be what's going to be on this thing here. Yeah. For me, it's like yeah. I find that. Both the real personalities of uh, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler are shining through in this movie in, like, a real way. It's probably the first movie where Adam Sandler isn't, like, annoying and screaming, like, shabba-dooby-doo, dabba Shaba doo you know? <laughs> <clears throat> and he's more, like, himself, like, who he probably really is, you know? Yeah. And Drew is, like, so sweet in this movie. I think it was really, like, probably came at, like, the right sort of like coming to puberty moment for me or whenever, like where I was really starting like to form like a romantic side. And I think this movie really just hit me at that right point. And she's super sweet in this movie. I mean, she is idealistic. She's written that way, you know, from a male perspective, but I think she is also real. She's super real in this movie. And and yeah, like obviously was a super crush, you know, for me. And in this movie, you just want to see them fucking together. You want to see these two people Come together, you know. She's with the asshole, you know, in this fucking movie, and you know, so was he. Yeah, and so is he. And Adam is like this, you know. He's 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 a likable guy with a big heart. You know, he's super sweet, big heart guy. And um and at that final moment, man, it gets me every time. Still in 2023, I can't explain it. So am I embarrassed? (laughs) Hell yeah, I'm embarrassed. You know, but like if you guys, if you two were to walk in, i am be watching that shit. I'd be changing that channel faster than anything. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny I should say that.
0: I, I, I gotta say, just to yeah. follow up your, Please. your, your, uh, confession that it I'm actually a, a huge fan. Are you? And, uh, no. and I, I've seen the film a million times Thank and me you. and my friend, uh, you know, I work with cut Chemist. We're old friends we throw back lines all the time, like um, best guitar player in the
2: world. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it's some of the best guitar player in the world Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Buscemi? Yeah.
0: No, yeah. yeah, that's Steve Buscemi. No, because yeah, yeah. like, um, just to do, I'll, 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 I'll um, I'm going to co-sign on everything you're saying because I am you. really a huge fan. I, I started watching it um, uh, when it was on cable. Uh, yeah, and I just, and I just was always like, oh, I'm watching this again. I guess it was on cable constantly for. It was years yeah, in the late nineties. Yeah. yeah so uh everything you said i agree with you but also like there's some things where he gets some street cred like we were just saying steve buscemi makes a very funny appearance mm-hmm. uh, robert Smigel's in it and he's very funny so funny and uh and it's just very funny and like um
1: it is funny. but i think you're yeah
0: i think yeah it's like actually a, a good comedy and but his performance is pretty good like i remember he he really showed himself for the first time i i i kind of got adam sandler when there's this one line in the film when um uh, one of the girls asks him after the breakup, you know, they don't get married, his, his um, fiancee, um, uh, you know, leaves him. Uh, she just goes, how are you doing? And he goes like, I don't know, I'm better, I guess. And like the way he said it was so offhand and um, it just felt it was so subtle and downplayed that I thought it was, uh, I don't know, it was very nice. It felt very authentic.
1: It and very is. True to life. It is. And, it is. And, it is surprisingly yeah. authentic. Dude, that scene when they kiss each other for the first time when she's practicing on him. Dude, some cute yeah, shit. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. It's some cute shit. So I don't know. I still really like the movie. Maybe I'm not as I've never seen note. it. I've
2: okay. never what? seen it actually. I yeah. Wow. It's I only, really good. I only it's know good. two cool things
1: shit. about it. I know that
2: every kid in high school had the C D, you know, like soundtrack, <laughs> soundtrack or whatever. Yeah. One of those soundtracks like pulp like pulp fiction, like everybody had that oh, soundtrack really? or like Reservoir Dogs or um right. So like everybody, you know, Lewis uh, Days to Confuse, <laughs> you know. Everyone was it's right. just like that stack of the, gone. Other, the other thing, the only thing I know All is right. that there's an old lady in it who's like to the hip, hop to oh, the hip, dude, to the totally. hip, to the hip, to the hop. Yeah, like the- like. <laughs> oh, you know what?
0: This this old lady. It's going to appear twice in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's telling you something. Oh no, that's a, a spoiler. That's, that's a hint to all you uh, train spotters out there. Wow. But I'm saying, um, yeah, no, she's great. <laughs> she 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 is the meatball. Okay, here here's some of the charms about this film. Yeah, that's a good thing. And and uh, is like um, she she makes meatballs as payment. Uh, for a uh, Sandler's yeah. character to like teach teach her guitar or teach her uh, piano and, lessons, like, yeah, yeah, right, or and singing, so singing lessons, yeah. Oh, he's okay. So she makes him meatballs <laughs> and she just puts two big meatballs in the palms of his hand, yeah. And it's just like it's it's it. There's no they don't cut to it. It's an insert shot. It's just sort of weirdly happening on the fringes. And <laughs> it's it's
1: great it's for somebody who's right, never right, seen right, that movie. Heaven? It
2: sounds like you're yes, just yes. making it up.
1: No, it's <laughs> no no no. <laughs> Everyone yeah, watching a lot this has more. seen it. John yeah. Lovitz is
0: funny. It's fucking. It's, it's good. good. Shit. No, but it's also shit. I like the story, and and she she kills it. Like she's, um, yeah. and like the can I, the yeah. dichotomy between um that terrible fiance who does ditch him yeah. and her. It's just like that is made that is a movie made by a guy
1: or no guys, totally you know because like yeah you know, no but totally no but that's but
0: fine whatever
1: you know I think it's a guilty pleasure for me mainly because I get so emotional during it you know yeah wow, okay I mean really it's not just like. It's not just laughs for me. It's like it really hits me in like a romantic sentimental area that I can't quite explain. Um all right. So that's my nice. number one. Um okay, I, Marcus. I back you up. Thank you. Hit me hit us with your number two, brother.
2: Um, God, it's so hard to it's so hard to narrow down this list. Uh, I know. It's really hard. Okay. Well let me throw one out. If it's not embarrassing enough, i got I have a backup. Okay.
1: Okay. Sure.
2: Okay. So, um, preach, brother. So, 1996, Beautiful Girls, directed <laughs> by Ted Demi. And yeah. it's starring, uh, uh, Matt Dillon, uh, Timothy Hutton, Rosie O'Donnell, Martha right. Plimpton, Natalie Portman, and Michael rapaport Oh, God. <laughs> and it's oh, a, boy. uh, it's, uh, it's one of those I've movies that like, I've never seen it either. You know, it's okay. Maybe it's too obscure. Then um, it's like uh, in, sort of an independent-ish feeling movie. It's like on the hot in the heels of like the indie '90s. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's Ted Demi. It's uh, Jonathan Demi's nephew directed this movie, so you can tell that whoever wrote it, it's like a. It's like his story of going back home. You know, but uh, so this guy, uh, he's a piano player, kind of an alcoholic type dude. He goes back home to his small town. Uh, it's like a snowy upstate town and sees what all his old buddies from high school are up to and there and there's all this sort of drama that's going on between this person's wife's leaving them this guy's cheating on her like you know just go check in back home mm-hmm. it's not like a comedy it's like a, that, that in, independent like drama thing but that it's funny it's got funny parts to it but there's some there's some unforgivably cringy stuff in it um the reason i like it is because it uh it's like a guy going back. I'm from Montana. It's like snowy. It's like going back for Christmas. I think I right. saw it and made some sort of connection there, you right, know. Right. Um, but it's like uh, the the here's the, okay. So there's a couple unforgivable things. There's one. It's that he's got this like fixed. He's got this weird relationship with Natalie Portman. The guy's like in his like late 30s or something. Goes back and she's like a 12 year old neighbor, what? and she starts saying that she wants to marry him and stuff. And he's just sort of like treating her like like a uh, like. Oh, that's a cute sister. or whatever, but it's a little weird. You know, it, hmm. it's like the, the tone was just would not fly today. Okay. There's nothing <laughs> weird. And at the end, he just, you know, he's like, he treats her with, you know, nice, kindly because he can yeah. tell that she has a crush on him or whatever. But she's also super cute. So it's like you're a little bit like confused what the message is. You know what I mean? Um, but so he basically, like, uh, you know, lets her off easy and like doesn't, nothing weird happens, but it's sort of a weird tone for today. You know,
1: is this a movie that you revisit? You know, frequently or, or?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it a bunch of times. I don't know why. I think I watched it at my sister's house maybe. Or like, you know, something happens where somebody doesn't have the same taste as me, like an old friend or something, will like force me to watch something. And then it becomes a staple. Like Fight Club is like that. And I almost mentioned it, but I felt like that could play as a midnight movie. No. Um, I, but like. Yeah, it has. I, I, I actually like Fight Club, but I hated it when, it when it came out because I, I saw the billboard that was just the stupid carved soap, and I was like, I don't want to watch that stupid movie. But then, like, years later, someone made me watch it, and I was like, I kind of got into it. So, I mean, there's a double dose uh, of your, cringe. Baby. But uh, I think the beautiful girls, the other unforgivable part, Michael Rappaport has this, like, sort of, you know, the, the line of the movie is, like, baked into the script, you know, that part where someone in the movie mentions the line, like, the, the title, and it's, like, this long, meandering, Ooh. monologue that he gives about there's like all these pinups on his wall he's this loser guy who can't keep a girlfriend and he's got all these models on his wall like l mcpherson and claudia schiffer or whatever okay. and he's like he's got this like monologue where he's going like look it's about the beautiful girls it's about the love of a beautiful girl and then with wait he's got this sort of meaningless meandering speech in the middle of it it's delivered by michael rapaport but you like this movie
1: uh, i'm confused yeah, wait, I'm getting confused. Are
2: you, you I, don't like I'd this? I'd just say that's an unforgivably cringe moment. Okay. You know what I mean? So you're like, afraid um, to and still
1: I, admit that you like this movie.
2: Well, no, I do like it. I just, I'm just saying that, like, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I like, I do like it. It's a guilty pleasure, you know. But okay. I'm just saying, like, there's, there's That's reasons true. to not like it, you know I what it. I mean? I got, it. I got, it. it's got yeah, Rosie yeah. O'Donnell in it. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, so, it. like, say uh, no more. Say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Riding you. in the bus, it's with just,
0: my sister. I wish I'd seen it. I, I don't have any, I don't have any insights. Yeah, yeah. I was,
2: that well, was a risk I took, but I did bring up Fight Club, which is, uh, there you go. You know, yeah, I like. Hey, no, Evan hates that I saw it in theater and came out. That's not true. I don't. Good old time. That's not true. Oh I really? I thought you didn't like it.
1: No, I don't hate it but it's cringe. It's mega cringe White <laughs> club? To me, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: No, no, it's cringe. It was cringe yeah. uh then. Yeah. Any mm-hmm. movie that has a, uh the character talking to the uh to the camera at one point and yes. the film starts burning. yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, like calm down. The, the <laughs> yeah. Best Brothers. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I rewatched that still, in anticipation.
2: Yeah. yeah. I rewatched that one in anticipation and it felt like uh uh yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of like the politics post-2016 are so different too that it feels different uh, watching it. You where know, snowflake like comes from. They feel like yeah. Proud Boys or something. Oh, Which really? Is that term, where it comes The word yeah. snowflake oh. uh, yeah. the modern vernacular comes from there. The, it goes. Yeah. A
0: line from the m- book in the movie. Yeah, There you yeah. go. No, well, it's true. Right. The politics are so yeah. different. Uh, it's, than they were very
1: different. it's very different. It's very true. All right. So uh, a little double dose words, there from
0: Mr. M. Interesting. I actually want to see it now. Uh, yeah. So I'm moving on with Tom's number two. Yeah, Tom's number two. Go ahead, Tom. All right. Okay. So uh, here we go. You want it? You love it? Patch Adams. (laughs) Oh, that's right. The P to the A. Patch Adams, nineteen ninety-eight. Robin Cringe Williams, (laughs) and uh, he's this is my this is a second Robin Williams appearance um, from you know a film of a certain kind of curiosity I have. Uh, the last one was um, Jesus Christ, Fisher King. That's but, right. Okay, so Patch Adams, right? <laughs> I'll just frame it slightly. It's um, unbelievable boomer sentimentality. Yes. Just maudlin. And it depicts uh, a, a true story of a real guy who was uh, seems like he's actually a pretty cool person, um, like a baby boomer guy who had this different idea about caring for people and saying that like their, um, their well-being is not just, you know... Through uh, yeah, medication and surgery, but through like having a laugh and he would like, you know, act like a clown in a, you know, a children's sick ward, the guy, Patch Adams. Right. But this um, this film is just horrifying. And uh, I read about the real Patch <laughs> Adams and it diverts completely and basically it was just made up out of whole cloth. It's not really about the actual man in his life and his philosophy even. It's just about um, it's it's a one 2 punch of boomer uh, ultra cringe which is, um, yeah, the maudlin sentimentality, you know, just like looking into the eyes of children and smiling and like, uh, like, like, uh, like, 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 like understanding nods. And, um, but then also hard sanctimonious, um, soapbox bullshit. Right. Like if you, if you, if you tell me right now that you don't want these kids to live, then you tell me to leave right. You know, it's just like, um, and he's wearing a clown nose the whole time, you know, I'm having trouble articulating, well, it, but it's,
2: it's but there's something it's, you like about it too
0: though. Yeah, absolutely. I've watched <laughs> Well, it's a guilty pleasure. I have watched it countless times. Wow! Uh, I'll explain exactly what I like about it. I, 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 I've seen it countless times. I might watch it tonight again. Wow! Because it, I think wow. there's a theme going on here. It has. It, it, uh, I think Evan, you when you started the episode, uh, you really nailed it. Because I didn't even think that we were going to articulate things this way. But it is a warm blankie movie for me because <laughs> it's so narcotically baby boomer sentimentality. Because it's because everything by 1998 has shaved down and become sort of submental and there's no like irregular shapes or like sharp edges to it. Like, like it makes Forrest Gump seem like really daring and like Godard or something (laughs) like that. You know what I mean? Right. 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 But like in just four (laughs) short years, they've, they've collapsed the boomer sentimentality of like, like warm sunset light coming into a room and you hear like the, the, like Eric Clapton guitar, like rising, you know, like it's that kind of thing. So, it's 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 the ultimate. It's like a condensed diamond of baby boomer cringe, and it's it's the perfect first to last frame example of of all the boomer cringe. Like I was saying before, sanctimonious, and just and I know I'm repeating myself, but the, the maudlin sentimentality because the movie's not funny ever like no. he's supposed to be a funny person but also just one side note is and I'm, I'm i'm punching bagging uh robin williams again but it's that kind of thing that is almost unwatchable it's car accident beheading unwatchable it's the
1: circumstance
0: <laughs> is, is, is the circumstances is unbearable having to watch uh like like uh, extras and actors around the lead character who's ad-libbing and mugging and they have to all fake laugh and one of them is like um who's the guy uh, the overweight guy <laughs> in boogie nights he's really great hoffman uh, seymour hoffman oh,
1: philip seymour mm-hmm. hoffman
0: bill yeah. hoffman is, is one of the side people who has to go like oh man that patch adams oh, <laughs> oh, look at the red nose he's wearing now and he's got big clown feet oh, God. and like Ugh. everyone has to laugh and it's Ugh. fake and it's 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 you feel like you're going crazy. That's what because, it was like
2: in real life, probably being around him. Exactly. You know, that's what, like, that's what uh, I mean. Like
0: on the set, but, everyone has to go, well, listen, I, you know, you're supposed to laugh at Robin Williams being funny and the character patch Adams being funny. So wow. I'm just going to keep doing this the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's, then he's, goes, he's,
2: he's like so desperate for your laugh and your attention that he's just uh, the character he's,
0: and the man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. So
2: in real life, he's like, uh, you know, um, go just, okay. Well, so just I really got quickly, yeah.
0: like, like. Well, well, just the last little things, the old lady uh, rapper, uh, she's in the movie, and and he's fulfilling her wish because he believes that, like, okay, whatever, she's dying from cancer, but she needs to have some fun. So he he puts her, he, he, he holds her and cradles her and drops her into an enormous... Like um a overground, uh, above ground pool filled with uh, chicken soup. I remember and it's that, that actress, and she's going, "Thank uh, you so much. This is so much fun. We're in chicken uh, soup." And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. That's
1: that's it. Peace out. I got, I got, the Meatball I got, lady. Yeah, meatball the meatball lady. lady. I got. <clears throat> couple of things on that wow. I want to respond to real quick. Yeah, hit me. Have you guys seen it? What I have? Of course, I've. I think I probably saw it in the theater. Um, couple nice. things. If there was a one fucking hour bingo nice. card, uh, definitely Tom mentioning the boomer generation would definitely be on that yeah, bingo it's a, card. It's a bit of a thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, second is, oh my God, a midnight screening of Patch Adams. And the third thing is um, that, you know, I think one quality of the movie too that's just very offensive and, and, and insane is just how condescending the movie is as well, too, sure. to those who are terminally ill. I mean, you know, um, famously, maybe a, a potential moment for this episode is the, um, the Gene Siskel review of Patch Adams on the Siskel and Ebert uh, show, uh, you know, Ebert, friend of the show. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah. When this movie was coming out, this was literally months before Siskel passed away from cancer, and so he is very sickly on the program. He's not doing so well. He's got bags under his eyes. It's very sad yeah, to, yeah, watch. It's hard to watch. And normally he's the guy that you would think would be pretty chipper about you know something about something like this, you know, nice and safe and boomery. you know. But um, after all the chemo he's been through, probably after all of the yeah, treatment he's yeah. been through, he's not having it for one second. And he he cuts a promo on this movie to use a wrestling term. He's basically just like <laughs> okay. you know this condescending piece of shit. You know, get this fucking thing wow. out of here. I mean, he goes to town on it, and it's a pretty wild yeah. clip because I've never seen Cisco like that before. So he did not stand for Patch Adams <laughs> for one fucking second.
0: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> because he's <laughs> cause he was on the front lines of like you know right. being hospitalized and in real bad shape. Yeah, you know, the last that. thing you yeah. want
1: is fucking Robin Williams of the clown. And of course, face.
0: can I just say that um, they, they mostly use like sick children. Yeah, so yes. it's even it's very it's very Jerry Lewis like the yeah. the emotional manipulation like th- there are mm. some adults who are in trouble and the old ladies in trouble but it's 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 mostly it's 99% him like uh wearing clown shoes at, at midnight uh making um yeah. like really little like 7-year-olds who are having like you know chemo hair and stuff and i think some of the kids in the film they might are patient yeah they really. might it's yeah, just it's pretty the whole pretty film sick feels really gross I, I'm, in still that little, sense. I'm still a little i'm still a
1: little confused on if it's this is something you know that you are snuggling with a you know sleeping yeah, blanket absolutely. Well, no, I, I,
0: I, I hope I said it I, I just my, my one sentence encapsulation it's, 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 uh, it's like fentanyl level narcotic okay like I got it it's, it's a warm place that's submental okay. where like when I hear the strains of like let it rain like this uh, Eric Clapton song and they're having like unfun fun like decorating somebody's like uh, like dorm room Okay. Oh, oh, there's so much he's, he's like 50 years old Robin Williams, but he's playing this character like at 19, fresh going into medical school. And it's like, boy, this isn't working at all. It's like, you know, um, cognitive dissonance. And, um, oh, his girlfriend is murdered, which didn't really happen, Patch Adams. But how do they represent um, his girlfriend? After his girlfriend being murdered, Patch walks to the edge of a cliff, contemplates suicide. But then Patch is visited by a little butterfly it rests on his fingertip you know it's that kind of thing okay and it's just it. it's so much this is all I'm going to say then just to encapsulate it it's that <clears> narcotic <throat> but it's so extremely what it is that it's morbidly fascinating i got it okay and it's it's pure it's okay. like pure uncut Do- unstepped on boomer hell Okay. That's Let me ask you
2: this: do, yeah. do other Robin Williams movies like t- tap that, hit that button for you? Like, would no, Bicentennial Man do it for you? Or? No, it's too
0: it's long, just boring. Like Patch Adams
2: is extreme. It's fucking wow. white knuckling.
1: Like I'm gonna have to watch that. Cringe. I'm gonna have to watch that again. It's been it's been <laughs> it's like like yeah, because
0: it's because it has no purpose. Like I think they even even think like oh this film might get an Academy Award. It's just like it's total product. Got like it. it's pure manipulation. <laughs> it doesn't have any other higher goal.
1: That's all. Oh my god. All right, yeah. I'm going to be quick with this one cuz I with my number 2, I don't really have a ton to say about it. It's not something even worth going into very deep. But <laughs> I I knew that, you know, our picks were going to be you know, we're going to have a lot of sentimentality and we're going to have a lot of rom com, and, you know, they were going to have that, t- you know, pulling the heartstrings sort of things. So I wanted to go on the other end of the coin to find is there a guilty pleasure that I like that's an action movie, a thriller, but still one that I'd be like not so comfortable, you know, with, you know, if you guys had walked in the room. So um, uh, I think. Uh, these types of films that we're talking about tonight, these guilty pleasure films, um, they are movies. To me, the perfect place to watch these movies is in hotel rooms, okay? And for many reasons. And I travel a lot. Hey, I'm in a hotel room right now, so it's perfect uh, for this one. Ah. <laughs> so, you know, I travel a lot for work, so I'm in, you know, planes and, you know, and, and hotels, and it's really a safe place. Space, you know, to watch these movies. You're alone, you know, you're on the road, you're away from the prying eye, you can just curl up and get it, you know, tuck in with hey, something. No one's going nice to walk in on you. No one's going <laughs> to walk in on you. So I have seen this movie a lot on television, in hotels and on planes, and it's something I gravitate towards a lot, and it is of the action thriller ilk, and I'll just come out and say it. Here we go Oceans 11. Okay. Oh, man.
0: (laughs) Wow. Good money, Soderbergh. Yes. Good
2: good movie to be embarrassed about. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man.
0: I'm not co signing that one.
1: Okay. (laughs) Because uh, it was a challenge. Look, I'm just going to keep it short. You know, this is a movie for me, like, um, there is some nostalgia. You guys were talking about the early 2000s, and it's like there is some nostalgic side. To me, in terms of this is Holly everybody who's at the top of Hollywood yeah, in 2000, yeah. whatever this movie was, 99, 2000, mm-hmm. this is everybody at that time. This is Brad Pitt. This is George Clooney. It's Julia Roberts. You know, it's everybody. Queen Latifah. Yeah. <laughs> was she in it? oh yeah Mm. probably i don't don't know maybe i can't even that's like a mandela effect thing um so anyway like (laughs) um but anyway like it's everybody at the top of their game and you know obviously it's cringy it's got this you know 2000 you know 2000s doing the 70s the hip stylization thing is super cringe you know with the you know the glasses like you know Elliot gould's got and the lapels everybody's wearing and stuff
0: it's yeah it's post tarantino like cool
1: Kind of, but it's not like right? it's not like Guy Ritchie well, cringe or like smoking aces, you know. Like <laughs> no, at horrible. least yeah. at least it has like Soderbergh sheen and I just find that I get lost in the process of you know these guys trying to like I like heist movies I like classic heist movies yeah, yeah, you I know like. f- and and I and I think this this movie does do a good popcorn version of just putting together a heist plot. It's showing you the in, the inner workings of what they're doing, but it doesn't spoil everything. So when they do pull off the heist, you don't know how the fuck they did it, and you have to backtrack. And and Casey Affleck, mm-hmm. it's got a lot of people at their most um, <laughs> handsome. It's got the most them everybody at their most handsome I mean, and on it's... top of their game at the top of Hollywood. <laughs> And right. here we go. And I don't know. And I can kind of lose myself and be like macho, you know, dickhead and watch this movie and, and really get into it every single time. I don't know. It always kind well, of it's gets. it's
0: the me. male fulfillment thing, like I was saying about sex. So I was trying to think of something. That's thing. what it is. That's what and, it is. And it is like, like, like I'm in the room with the coolest fucking martini drinking, like, yes. uh, poker chip <laughs> yes. dropping motherfuckers in the
1: room.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Okay, cool. Okay okay actually good but, That's yeah. it. You know, what always what always weirded me out about that. I haven't seen it again, but what weirded me out about what? it was that they made a remake of a film of an old movie and then started doing sequels of it. That just always Oceans felt 12. wrong to me. No, Ocean's no, no. 13.
1: Not <laughs> just that
0: the sequels titles.
2: Yeah. It's it just feels like
0: like it's just screaming stupidity like <laughs> yeah it is. Oceans 11.2? <laughs> No, Ocean's 12, yeah, bro. yeah. And the sequels you're are bad. are a number to the existing film's number. The sequels okay, are I, very I,
1: bad, and they're not as – I've seen everything. 12 more than 11. Really? That's good Yeah. I don't, well, oh, you know what? Sorry.
0: I've seen 12 a lot because um, I, I, I used to tour more years ago, and it um, uh, was a very tour bus title see oceans 12 was always like if no one could pick a film they just like ah, i throw throwing oceans 12.
1: that's what i'm saying man it's so like really? these are no, good on the hotel. road you got to be on the road for this shit boys yeah good call all right. okay all right marcus hit us with your Damn. number three Oh shit okay
2: oh man i want to i want to cheat and stick more in we should do like a lightning round at the end or we're something. gonna do honorable I mentions think, you know.
0: we, yeah we will yeah yeah
2: okay um give us a big fat juicy one Okay, this one's really bad, um, and I I don't. This is tough. Okay, because and if this doesn't count, I'll I'll throw out another one. But two thousand again, two thousand one. I don't know. I have no idea. I bring this right. movie up all the time. You know, I was going to mention it. Mm. I hate it. I love it. I don't. No, I don't love it. But I am interested in it for some reason. Vanilla Sky. Uh-huh. It's so. I okay. I don't know if it mm. quite counts as irony or sick fascination yeah, could be yeah. a part of it. I've mm. seen it a lot though. It doesn't make me feel emotional, but I just, there's some sort of, it brings some feel, feeling up. So that's, it's, you know, Cameron Crowe, uh, mm-hmm. who definitely punches some button in my brain, you know, um, almost famous. I almost that could have been movie one. Up. I
1: used, I was, yeah. I was hoping someone was going to pick that. Yeah. But go on.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely up there, except for it's a rock and roll movie. So it's kind of excusable, you know. This movie is like, it tries to be a rock and roll movie, but it's super cringe. Like he's a, He's got a he's got a smashed Jimi Hendrix guitar like mounted on his wall, right. <laughs> you know? like uh,
0: like the that. monkeys uh, porpoise song.
2: Yeah, it's got like uh, yeah. A lot that that band spiritualized or like Sigur Ross doing the soundtrack. You know, um, it's got uh, so it's it's Tom Cruise and he um, he plays a super wealthy guy who gets into a car accident and then um, has some sort of, there's some miracle cure that gets offered and his, his face gets fixed and everything, his life goes back to normal or everything's good. He gets the girl Penelope Cruz and then weird stuff starts to happen. And it turns out that, uh it's all a dream you know he's like he's like um he's uh in some sort of like futuristic cryogenic state where he's like dreaming you know and i think that might be the part that I, I, is interesting to me is that like i i like dreaming i love my dreams i it's, i dream like their movies you know and i get lost in them sometimes i write them down afterwards and i think that this movie almost play it's a remake but it almost plays like cameron crowe had a dream and wrote it all down you know and i think that that aspect of it is kind of interesting Hmm. but it's so over the top and he tries to make it cool in all these really lame ways and the the original movie albre los ojos which i did see um maybe even before this one was like a spanish or chilean or something uh sci-fi movie that's the exact same plot penelope spirits might be in that one too. I think sure. So. Um, Penelope I think Cruz. So, Cruz, yeah. Cruz, Sorry. Penelope uh, <laughs> <be> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's exactly. she's amazing in it. <laughs> um, uh, Penelope Cruz, I think, is in both. But um yeah, right. I don't know. There's just something it's like Cruz is a uh, Tom Cruise is over the top. Uh Jason Lee, and uh, uh oh, Evans' favorite actors in it. Um yeah. and he's being he is the nice. same character from Mall Rats, pretty much. Yes, pretty much. Yes. Um and it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. I think that, that I think it's just the try hardness of it really is yeah. grating. You know, and there's on like a the
0: multi million dollar level of try mm-hmm. hard.
2: It's Trying like, to stick in like Bob Dylan album covers and, you know, I gotta like, watch this uh, again. Uh,
1: it's I gotta indulgent. watch this again. Yeah.
2: It's very indulgent. It's long as was coming as fuck. off some major
0: success. <laughs> just like, you know, like it's one of those, uh, it's 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 kind of one of his. um magnolias you know he's had a few Mm -hmm. but like it's that thing where um, (laughs) right he's like he was uh, King should have fucked Mountain for a while, you know, like right. Jerry Maguire. And then yeah. and then, you know, uh um the rock and roll one, whatever, uh it was, a, Almost was a beloved hit too, did well. And then he was like, Well, you know, if you like that guys, look what's coming next. And he decided yeah. to just take some chances. Yeah, obtuse. And he definitely yeah. face-planted, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So All I right. I complain about it a lot. I've seen it a lot though. And if for some reason I go back there, I have no idea why. You know, it's okay. not like I it's not really like this is so bad, I'm loving it or whatever. It's because it's right. not even it's not that bad or that good.
0: Here. Yeah. I think yeah. the, the warm blanket comfort food is is like a really, for all of us, like a surprisingly sort of a, a, a through line.
1: It's so, more complicated, mm-hmm. too, maybe than what we initially yeah. thought. Um, all right. I think mm-hmm. we got to pick up the pace a little bit if we want to get uh, yeah, everything okay. in. So, Tom, sorry, sorry. Right. just true be not. mindful. Okay, no, it's not you. Okay. It's, just, it's all of us. We've been indulging. No, no, no. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, it's true. Number okay, three. So, so um, all right.
0: I have to change my... Well, I'm not changing. I'm... I'm I I was floating with a few titles and uh, I wasn't on my third one and I didn't land on anything. So I'm improving right now and it's based on what I've been saying and what you guys have been saying. And I don't want to, frankly, I don't want to repeat myself with another boomer uh, oriented thing. So that's why I'm kind of like going and tossing out a few, but we could circle back and, and do a, a recap of uh, you know uh, honorable mentions. So I'll pick one that actually I'm being honest. Like uh, I do enjoy it. I've watched it many times, and it's embarrassing. It's um, uh, Limp Biscuits. Fred Durst uh, directed <laughs> the <laughs> fanatic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had yeah. a feeling this nice. was going to come up. Nice. Yeah. I should
1: have predicted that. Yeah. Fuck. Nice. You what? I should have predicted that should have predicted, predicted yeah. that fanatic. it's the fanatic
0: okay so let me explain so it's 2019 it's the wild heady days of 2019 and uh for some reason i'm listening to limp biscuit all summer like a lot like <laughs> what? And, and, and i i and that's by the way that's a no shame in my game guilty pleasure in music um wow. i like limp biscuit wow yeah. like, okay. unironically i know and you're not supposed to for like seven like for every reason <laughs> like if you like metal like no and then if you like good rock and roll, no, and just everything. Good taste, no, 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 no. Like, their, their latest album's called Still Sucks. Limp Bizkit <laughs> Still Sucks. I hate the and I'm like... So anyway, so I like Limp Bizkit. It's just, I just do. So um, so then the year's ending, and it's like, I'm keeping up on Fred Durst News on YouTube and, like, you know, watching him, you know, get asked questions in a parking lot and stuff, and I'm like, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, it's coming out. Uh, Fanatic. And I'm like, what? His second film? I never saw his first film. Yeah. It's like, And then I look it up and I'm like, oh, my God, it's John fucking Travolta. And he's got this, like, really, like, um, aggressively, intentionally, like, cringe, like, loser haircut. Crazy. Where it's, like, you know, like, uh, the sides are, like, um, lo- yeah. like, getting, like, shaved here.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry I'm gonna ramble here but I don't like the third act so much because he's it's when he's kidnapping the um, the uh, the movie star that he's obsessed with that's okay that's like sort yeah it goes a little far kind of yeah 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 Yeah. but it also it gets it's it's very pretty but what I'm saying is the world building of the fanatic really gets me because and also number one I had just gotten this new job and my the office was on Hollywood Boulevard and it was literally across the street from where a lot of yeah, the film happens right. so I'm I'm just getting hired and I'm just watching my works, like the window where I work is like in the background of him. And just to give you one example, so this guy uh, is is a big fan of movies and he waits autograph in line, found, right? Kind of like a, He's an autograph. Oh, absolutely. He's an autograph hound, yeah. and he's the, he's like staring and waiting nervously, like um for the you know the person in front of him chatting with the movie star, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah hurry up, hurry up. And it's like this one. I got this. Um, this is the 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 belt buckle that you wore in the in the second episode of Light Star Three, you know, or whatever, you know, like all
1: this minutiae. Yeah, all generic like, like gray label. He's one of those something. guys. Yeah. yeah. But what I really love is
0: that he they it's so it's very stupid and Fred is a real you know pretty dumb kind of uh, but he's like a fun dumb and for some reason he gives this guy a job as a street performer you know like Superman dressed up on Hollywood Boulevard for publicity photos he makes him um like he he makes the the character like he he decides I'm gonna be a, a British cop a bobby and walk around with this absolutely yeah. abysmal, hello, it's John Paul and Ringo, I'm a cuppa. Crazy. You're under arrest. And it's like, of course, he's not popular <laughs> because, crazy. you know, like, kids are taking pictures of Spider-Man. And it's just like, it's the the, the stupidity is on such incredible levels. And um, But also, just, I'm going to say that I do love it because it's Hollywood. It's... Um, it is kind of like tapping into some real shit. I'm sure Fred has some real experience with, like, scary fans and stuff. So... It does tap into he is an archetype and he actually uh, I'll defend Travolta he does a pretty good job of that archetype who is truly a frightening he's, he's part of that tradition of like the frightening you know fanboy. Also it's the better film of the one two punch of uh, the, the late 2000 uh, the 2010s uh, Travolta. It's better than Gotti. But I, but as a side note, I also
1: love Gotti. So it's for me, it's fanatic. Yeah, Gotti. yeah, Gotti's a good. Like, like one. But I, he's I, also I, like, I mean, we should I say, like, I mean, he's playing yeah, somebody with you know some uh, mental disabilities. He's he's yes, special he's, touched. He's, he's you playing
0: know. on the spectrum stuff, and and guess right. what? It's uh, very insensitively portrayed. Yes, and it's used yes. to make him a monster <laughs> yes, uh, in a horror story. So right, it's it's
1: yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty pretty wild. Sick shit. It yeah. is sick but shit. I, um yeah. But
0: I'm a fan. No shame.
1: I love it. I haven't it. seen and, that one either. Oh man. You, film festival tonight, it. Marcus, for you. Um no yeah. I'm just <laughs> we haven't
0: seen uh, Beautiful
1: Girls. Beautiful yeah, girls and Fanatic. Yeah, you know, good double pizza. Yeah, exactly. My little quick favorite Fred Durst uh, little uh, anecdote based on that film, I think is when Fanatic was coming out. I saw like a Rotten Tomatoes on the street interview, like one of those things you're talking about. And somebody right. came up to him on like a red carpet or whatever. And is like, what are the right. movies that really inspire you, Fred Durst? Like, what are the movies you really like? And he's like, "Um, um my favorite movie is uh, The Bicycle Thief.
2: <laughs> you know, <whatever>. Really? <laughs>
1: yeah. I love that. Yeah. that's
0: what I'm talking about. He's a shamelessly <laughs> dumb right. meathead guy yeah. who's trying to, like, for some reason, become a director An auteur, and author. Yeah. something's happening. It's not yeah. good, but yeah. something winds up happening when Fred Durst gets behind yeah. the
1: camera. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You know, it's just, it. it's just it's
0: weird. I gotta see his first film. Oh but, man! Uh, anyway, that's so wow. I don't want to take too much more time.
1: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my mind quick and dirty here. um so you, Marcus mentioned, you know, it's it's a it's a rock, you know, like you know, you, you didn't want to pick a rock movie because ah, uh, you know, maybe there's something to like there with this. And um, uh-huh. uh, all right, so I <laughs> I disqualified a lot of my GPS uh, from when I was a kid, you know, because you're a kid and you don't you don't know what's right yeah. and wrong when you're a kid, you know. Same. But I thought I thought that yeah. this that this we forgot to mention at the top of the show, but it's true. This movie, though, I saw when I was, I think, fifteen. So I think that's the line when you're you're an, you're almost an adult. You should know better. Um, so when I was fifteen, I was getting way into guitar. I was learning all the Zeppelin tracks, I was learning all the Ozzy tracks, yeah. and Metallica songs, you know. I worked at a grocery store for an entire year to save up money to, to buy my first Les Paul Standard. Like that's where I was wow. at. I was yeah. on the internet. I was I was going on all the forums, looking up all the guitar tabs and you know, I I like was friends with people who were tabbers, you know, and I also like was looking, you know, for the new metal news, you know, all the new metal right, updates right. on the message boards, and I saw a posting that there was going to be a movie featuring a performance by Zach Wild. Okay, and my brain exploded because <laughs> Zach Wild was my guy, man. You know, when I was fifteen, yeah. and the fact yeah, he's that on the Zach- cover
2: of every guitar pussy magazine yes, <laughs> from is. that era. Totally. You know?
1: totally, I was, I was totally, I was all about that pussy. And uh, so um, so, so I'm seeing the fact that he's going to be in a movie. Holy shit. I and It was called Metal <laughs> Gods. Okay. It was the name of this movie. I'm going right. to be the first person in line for that fucking movie when it opens. Okay. But it didn't come out as, as Metal Gods. It got retitled hmm. Rockstar. Everybody look out. Rockstar <laughs> is my third pick starring yeah. Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Zach Wilde, and the worst miscasting of all time, Jennifer Aniston. And um, I'm just going to say this real quick. I mean, dude, I when I, I was I couldn't have been more excited to see this movie than any other fucking movie on the planet when it came out. Because it, wow. it was, I mean, dude, I mean, you didn't see like in the early 2000s, people really psyched about like 80s metal, you know, because yeah. we were entering Fred Durstland by that point. So I was really excited that this was going to be a movie for me. And I, I remember I watched it and was super excited. Yeah, Judas Priest. And the fact that it was also supposed to be based on Judas Priest, You know, Rob Halford came Mm -hmm. out of the closet at one point, left the band, and then they got the guy who was the tribute singer, or a guy who was Mm -hmm. in a tribute band for Judas Priest, Mm -hmm. became the singer of Judas Priest. And that was what the story was to be be about. And Judas Mm -hmm. Priest actually signed on for a brief period of time, but left the project due to creative differences, Mm -hmm. yada, yada. But man, this movie... Is so fucking weird, and you guys should go back and watch it in 2023 because I did also (laughs) in preparation for this show, and it's one of the most like wrong, fucking insane fucking movies, man. It's insanely wrong. It's insanely wrong. (laughs) The sexuality is insane in this movie. Ste- or steel dragon or whatever right? the fuck it's called. I think steel whatever dragon. Yeah. yeah, and dragon. dude, there's like this orgy scene where like everybody wakes up from like one crazy oh, orgy man. they had the night right. before, and it's just like not cool <laughs> at all. And I think they're trying to Lots do like of bad this- wigs. Oh, terrible wigs. They're trying to do like this mm. cash in on Boogie Nights, I think, with Mark Wahlberg. But there's that's how, getting it. Can I just. Yeah. If yeah. I can just
0: insert. Um, I was excited in my own way about um, uh, Rockstar because. Yeah. We were obsessed with Boogie Nights for some reason. Right. Everybody I knew at that time and people I would meet people at parties and be like, oh, Boogie Nights. And like we're all like um, anything that's anything that could be a little like Boogie Nights, including Magnolia and we were all disappointed and and then uh, this one was another one where it's like hey 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 it's it's you know Dirk Diggler's next movie basically and it was like oh never mind it's you
1: know? cosmically bad and the it is screenwriters have no concept of the world that they are trying to document here. The filmmakers don't. So it's getting everything wrong, which is so funny. But I mean, there's a part of me that does love watching the shit out of this movie uh, because it is wrong. But still, like I can kind of get into the music. I'm like, there's Zach Wild, you know, and there's the fucking this and the that, you know, and I know like, this is the Judas Priest song, this is supposed to be, and you know, so I can kind of get into it a little bit. Right. Like I I I was the target demo for this movie. And I should right. say that I was this is a very small demo because this movie is a colossal fucking bomb. It lost millions and millions <laughs> of that. dollars. Of course. It was the wrong time for this, you know. Um, so anyway, Rockstar Motherfuckers is my number three. Nice. That's yeah. a really good so, one. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I still love that's, it. That's that's yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Totally, and I Um, enjoy
0: it too. Like on its own, like non-metal guy. Like it is a fun cringe watch. You know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's It's a a movie made by a studio. It has that feel.
1: Right. It's corporate. Like voice. Right. Yes. It a hundred percent. It's such a weird watch to watch it now. There's nothing like it will ever be made again. Um. All right. Well, maybe that's not true. I don't know. All right. Let's rapid fire some of these. Um. I just want to. You know. fuck i'll just kick it off because i'm ready to go i just got you know you guys know me i fucking i talk about my love of mall rats on the show all the time but i do love (laughs) chasing amy i don't even know if that's a guilty pleasure (laughs) but i do it's a fucking time capsule of the 90s um and uh i just wanted to say to maybe i could throw it to you tom real quick festival fever do you want to hit that real quick because i think that's a key component yeah
0: uh, you know, at at different points, uh, Evan and I have gone to a lot of uh, you know contemporary film festivals, and there's this term that we you'd you'd start hearing, and you and it and you'd start understanding natively like what that the definition of this is, which is uh, festival fever, and 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 it simply stated, it's just like if you go to like the premiere of like I don't know Whiplash, for instance, and uh, there's thunderous standing ovation applause. Uh, you know, after the movie plays and Robert Redford introduces it, you know, like you're standing too and you're like, oh, fucking whiplash. Hell yeah. Like you just, you get swept up in everything. Right. So I got swept up in La La Land fever and that's a whole complicated story. (laughs) It involves two festival views on my part of La La Land and liking it. Uh, getting embarrassed, getting some shit, getting some like, are you into like Trump? And I'm like, what are you talking about? you know, and then and now i'm I've, I've, I've calmed all down. I don't like it that much. I like a few little elements of the film, but but you were in it. I yeah, it's very it's very um, contingent, uh, and it's festival fever, like I'm saying. So
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna hit my I'm festival over. fever real quick, and then Marcus take us home. Uh, mine is I'll be very brief. I was at the Sundance Film Festival, and a big part of festival fever too is when you've seen like ten terrible movies in a row. Yes, you know, like I did, and I saw like the worst shit of all time. I'm walking out of like movie left suffocating and
0: right, and this film is oxygen
1: exactly exactly and so i sat down and i watched this movie i you might have been there i can't even remember if you were <laughs> there or not for this one and i was dying i needed the air really bad and the sentimental movie came on the screen and i fucking watched it and i was bawling my eyes out like fucking wedding singer get ready guys it's cringe the spectacular now okay, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. and That's i got a lot FF, to say man. I got a lot to say about that because I don't think it holds up at all to me. And it's like, yeah,
0: I watched the a couple worst years ago. written that, yeah.
1: female character of all time. But I was swept into the authenticity of it and the festival fever oxygen of it at the time. So that's one I'm going to admit publicly. Okay, Marcus, take us home. Damn.
2: Well, do, you, do we have enough? Do you guys have enough where we could eat do, do a round robin where we just rattle off titles like one, two, three. I said mine. A I said mine. You did you yours already. Go I got so many. So go, please go, go take just us on bridesmaids. Holy shit. Oh, wow.
1: That's okay. <laughs>
2: really Just funny. Let's titles. Go Okay, uh, Something About Mary. Sure. The, uh, 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 not, Young Guns,
0: 1988. Ooh, wow. nice one. Okay.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Kicking and Screaming, the Noah Baumbach movie from 1995.
1: Oh, I like wow. that, though. Okay. I don't know. It's
2: pretty flawed, but yeah. Uh, okay. Amelie.
1: Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Dude. You should have led <laughs> nice. to that. If you like no, that, no. you should have led with that. <laughs> yeah, Holy yeah. shit! Wow, uh, nice.
2: I, I did. I did uh, all nine seasons of Dexter.
1: Wow. Yeah, you're a Dexter. It's ninety
2: ninety six episodes. No, I hate it, but I did. I watched it all. Um, okay, that's
1: that's something. just ha- just
2: one of those things that happens. A glue, you know, addicted type thing. I got uh, one seconds. I got one. Yeah, you go. guys
1: are gonna hate me. You're gonna hate me. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll save it for episode two. American History X.
0: Ooh! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to be continued. View, 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 view. <laughs> All that right, was everybody. Really fun, and oh. obviously we are going to follow this thing up with the, the squeak wall. You know, yes, we have. This is too to. fun. This is yes.
1: too fun. Yeah, I left exactly. a lot on the table. Yes, uh, me too.
2: Even though I just, even though I shouted out like six at the end, I still got.
1: Oh, we, can, we can revisit. Well, you're, well you're going to lead. You're going to lead with Amelie on episode two. I'm going to tell you that yeah, right you, I'm you, are. Force you. And I got a big one. I didn't even. Um,
0: just one hiding in plain sight, Marcus. We'll keep like, it. No hint,
1: but it's mm. one that we've actually we've talked oh, about. An
0: idiot. We've already covered it on the show. But anyway, we'll so um, <laughs> a new context. we'll have a new context. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, All oh, right. Yeah, we have films, right? Movies. All right. Uh, we got we to gotta get back to movies because we got to talk about next
1: week. We got a very right. interesting yeah, next episode, Some breaking guys. breaking news, yeah. Yeah, this is a real big topic. So we should talk about what we're doing next week Yeah. Yeah. so we can get out of here. And then get to bed. But um, I mean, Tom, I feel yeah, like this kind up. of this kind of was something that hit your radar first. So I feel like we should tell the good people what we're yeah, doing yeah. for episode sixty-two.
0: Well, Take it away. Well, you know, we love these like like the the these um, you know lost films, the fables of films that maybe no one will ever see, and there's like a single frame of the film, and it's like gone forever, and it's an illegal legal hell. You know, it's kind of a grisly two kind of level world of films, and uh, mm-hmm. one did just pop up. Uh, which surprised a lot of people, especially me. Uh, and um, we did get our greedy little hands on, um, you know, a video file in, uh, you know, the dark web. We finally got our hands on it because uh, I guess some court litigation held this movie up for like, uh, God, like two decades. You know, and um, it's crazy. It, yeah, imagine it's like uh, they—I um, don't know who, but a bunch of guys who are probably pretty shady, Israeli financiers, uh, who I think. One of them got in trouble for money laundering uh subsequently they might still be in jail but they financed um what they were hoping was a, a reboot of the nightmare on elm street uh franchise and, and i don't think <laughs> they cleared all the rights to it and uh but they did a one great thing uh, you know um which was the casting and they figured out that who would be perfect for freddy krueger but michael berryman michael that's berryman so of, uh, crazy isn't that nuts yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. oh we didn't yeah. hit you to and this it's kind of like
2: No, you guys didn't. You guys didn't tell me about this. Yeah. So there's yeah. So well, it's just it is was
0: you know long rumored and uh, you know fabled a lost movie, but it has surfaced. We have a decent quality copy we're looking at, and uh, yeah, Michael Berryman in the 2002. Israeli funded reboot of *Nightmare on Elm Street*. That sounds we'll, nuts. We'll talk up and down about it, you know? Yeah, so we and, got uh, a little
1: yeah we we got a little advanced link uh, that we were able to see. It's 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 unfinished, so it's kind of like yeah, right. co- cobbled together. You know, I think maybe the movie didn't get even finished, and they had to cease and desist or something. I heard or whatever, yeah, but yeah. it's basically an unfinished thing but it's michael berryman in the early 2000s doing freddy krueger which is insane and the movie is insane the way it looks is insane and the 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 choices they made job so weird very weird but we're gonna get into it so uh one fucking hour on the nightmare on elm street reboot that was not to be um Mm -hmm. uh that'll be episode 62
0: Yeah, sixty-two. A lost film has been found. Yeah, so, yeah. very excited. So let's tune in yeah. for that next week. But yeah. this was really fun this week, guys. Um, uh, I learned a lot about uh, each other and ourselves. It was. Uh, I think we're closer. Really. I think we're closer. It's very now. cool. You know what? I, you know what? Let's do this. I again. lost all like, respect for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm reading between the lines. No, but we should have. Um, we should have this next one should have some guest energy because like um, definitely definitely, I'd love to hear what other people have to say. You know what I mean? Definitely. <laughs> I, <yes>. think, <laughs> I think we should ride the guilty pleasures train, you know, all, all the way to the station because, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's just a it's a cool way to like talk movies with people. I think, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we'll have some of our regular guests on. I'm sure they have tons of great guilty pleasures. Like what's Lars's guilty pleasures? Like I want to figure out right. exactly. Um, So maybe we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Well, uh, that's it for uh, the show. That was one fucking hour on our guilty pleasures. Of course, that was a lot of fun. Um, GP's baby. Um, And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. We're closing in on 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Get us to that goal because we're going to... And I promise you, once we do, we're going to unlock something very special. And I don't even know if I've told you guys this yet, but I'm thinking for... Our, once we pass 1000 subscribers, let's do a live fucking stream. Let's do a one fucking hour live wow. episode To celebrate 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're getting close. So if you haven't subscribed, hit that button right now. Um, Hell yeah. uh, Or if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever Apple Podcasts, head over right now, boom, to YouTube, subscribe uh, over here. That would be a big help. That's the best way to support the show. All right. So, uh, but we can't let you go, everybody, uh, without your moment of zen. So, all right, Mm -hmm. everybody. Enjoy that. Enjoy the rest of your week, your weekend, and we will see you next week for one fucking hour on, I guess, Nightmare on Elm Street, Israeli-financed 2002, whatever it was. Let's let's get a roll on Michael Berryman. I know. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait to hear the real story (laughs) behind this. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. Hey, Aaron. Chocolate Moose. I can't talk too long. I got a poo. Motherfucking goddamn orange peel beef.
2: That was wicked, man.